Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. Have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. You better believe it. Next up is going to be downtown Lou. Make sure you visit them right here in the heart of Joplin on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So you can visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Not a matter of if, a matter of when you need your oil changed in those tire service. Make sure you get that taken care of right here in Joplin at downtown Lube. And welcome into the show. Thank you for listening wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or right here live in the call-in app. We appreciate you guys joining us and, like I said, listening wherever you are. Also, welcome to NFL Draft Week. It's finally here. Yeah. Been waiting a very long time for this day. Uh, almost a year. I mean, almost. It's just crazy. The draft in Kansas City. Taking um, it over. And it, what's crazy about the draft is that every time we get to the week of, the rumors start flying. Yeah. I, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Um. I saw some one of the GMs for one of these teams was like, you know, this is around that time of year where you just can't trust anybody. Like, it's just, this is just the lying week. And I was like, he's been listening to the show. <laughs> Thank he you, sir. <laughs> he's like, he, I think it was, uh, it was a Colts general manager. Why? Chris Ballard. Ballard, saying, yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, there's just a lot of guys right now that are lying. He's like, but I don't think I'm one of those guys. I think I'm a, a truthful guy. And I was like, that's what a liar would say. <laughs> I was like, listen here, man, you better not be telling the truth that you want Will Levis at four. <laughs> yeah. Because here's my other deep thought process into this as well. Uh, <clears throat> quarterback for Ohio State. Man, my mind's just C.J. Stroud. I was running late here today, and I've just been stressed <laughs> out. So I do apologize. C.J. Stroud, his agent is David Mulligetta, who also has a player for D.J. Mulligetta, Deshaun Watson. D.J. Mulligetta doesn't want another player to go to Houston. He's not going to sit there. And, he's going to sit there and leak out yeah. these – you know, these S2 results here from CJ trying to be like, actually, man, he didn't, he didn't do that well. Like, you know, a lot of people put in stock on this and Texans are like, ah, oh, like, don't really want to take this guy. And Panthers like, ah, oh, like, you know, we are real big believers in this. I guess we'll just go with Bryce Young because he did so well. Because the S2 guys are like, hey, these numbers are being leaked. Like, we don't, like, these numbers aren't truthful. Oh, my God. Where did yeah, they come David from? David will get over here like, screw you, Houston. You ain't getting this guy. And the Colts are like, thank you. Maybe. I don't know if so, any of that Maybe it's true. not Ballard lying. He's just not telling the whole truth. I, I will believe everything and nothing this week, which yeah. makes no sense. But, like, I'll listen to it, and it could be true, but I'm not taking much stock into what mm-hmm. is said uh, this week. And that. I think it was even the 49ers came out and somebody had leaked and reported that even with um, when they traded up, they traded up with the intention of drafting Mac Jones and then that changed. Um, so there are probably still people that are changing their mind or maybe probably not rearranging your draft board at this point. But I think that the draft is so unpredictable and I love doing mock drafts. Mm-hmm. Soon as one pick gets traded or soon as one player, you, you miss on one player, the whole thing goes to shit. Yeah. Quickly, which is honestly one of the things I love the most about the NFL draft, but we're going to get a lot of that this week and even prepping for the show today, looking at some of the odds, uh, you know, you and I both thought CJ Stroud would go number one overall there for a while. Now it feels like a lock that it's going to be Bryce Young. The betting odds are that it's going to be Bryce Young. 
So that didn't surprise me too much. Uh, Bryce Young, number one overall pick, negative 2,000 on the betting odds. That's a pretty solid lock. The one that really shocks me is that starting to look at number two, Will Levis is now the betting favorite to be the second overall pick in the NFL draft. And I do wonder what the Houston Texans are going to do with that pick because a lot of the talk is that they're not interested in a quarterback, that they're mm-hmm. going to go defensive player or best player available. They've got a defensive head coach who's got a six-year contract. He might want to sure up that side of the ball first and then maybe take a chance on one of these quarterbacks next year. I don't hate that strategy. It's a bold one. I like that strategy more than taking Will Levis at two, especially if you decided that, hey, I don't want C.J. Stroud. There's no chance in hell I would draft Will Levis number two overall. I wouldn't draft Will Levis on the top ten. No, I wouldn't either. Like, I'm sorry, but I just, I, I just, I wouldn't. I don't trust him. Even valuing him as a quarterback, like, oh, okay, quarterback's going to go higher in the draft. I just don't see it with him. Maybe I'll be wrong. I don't care. Honestly, it, you know, people, maybe you throw this back in my face in five years. I, I don't care. I would love to be wrong. I would love where people are like, man, remember when you shit talk Will Levis? But like, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And I am so glad that he is defeating the naysayers because I was a naysayer. I've been wrong on people that I like. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody that I was wrong on that I didn't like. Mm, Tyler Johnson, you really you didn't like him. You were <laughs> wrong he, either. How's he doing? Uh, like those, uh, <laughs> that, it's it's tough too though because you don't come out and speak about as many guys as you don't like. It's just kind of rude. They are college age, you know, kids. Mm-hmm. They're, they're men, but they're kids. But I just I don't see it with Will Levis. I've never seen it with Will Levis. Right now, he's the betting odds favorite to be the number two overall pick. And the other guy, Tyree Wilson, comes in second, looking at the number two overall pick. And that's got me wondering, like, what is going on with Will Anderson over the last couple, not even weeks, just days, that he is no longer the the number two overall pick? I mean, it felt like it was going to be a lock that he was the number three overall pick. Like, if you submitted your mock draft to your editors a week ago, you might want to tear that thing up. Or keep it and say, you know what? I'm not listening to anything that happens this week. I'm just nose to the grindstone. I'm going to keep with what I know. But it it feels like Will Anderson is sliding and that he's probably not going to be the number two overall pick. He might not be the number three overall pick either, which is is wild to me. And talking to some people, it sounds like he might have some issues with that knee of his. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that it gets flagged in mid-August. There's August. Mid-April. And then that's what's making him slide down the draft boards. But it is, it's pretty wild to look at and see that for the first time and maybe since I've been covering the draft, you don't know what's going on with it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, at one point we were sitting here saying, too, like, you know, there might be quarterbacks taken within the first four picks. These four Yeah, guys, one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, Hendon Hooker's going to, you know, make his way, you know, middle of the first round as well. Mm-hmm. You look at some of these other mock drafts coming out, like our guy, Matt's, his came out to this morning, the Sunday, uh, Sunday morning. We got three defenders going in the first five picks. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, and it's crazy when you look at the rest of the top ten here. And it's like defensive player, defensive player, mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson to the Raiders. And I know seven. he has to submit these things pretty early too. Mm-hmm. A little peek behind the curtain. I wonder if even uh, you talk to him on Thursday and see how he feels. Talk to him on Wednesday, yeah, and see how he feels about these mock drafts. I'm not sure when Kuiper and McShay get to put theirs out, but I mean, holding on to these for as long as you can. Obviously, a big company like ESPN. You've got to have this out and lined out yeah. way in advance. But I, I do wonder if 
you know, a lot of these guys would like to change their their picks going into a Wednesday or a Thursday. You know, catch them on TV, see what they say live yeah. about it, and not what's in print because it does seem like that. Even these picks, uh, Matt has Bryce Young going number one overall, Will Anderson going number two overall, and the number three, Tyree Wilson going number three yep. overall. And even just a couple days ago, I remember like the, oh, Tyree Wilson kind of cooling on his name. Yeah. He's kind of starting to fall. He's back. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where'd he go? Right here, number but three. But uh, see, also, like me, I wonder, is, is it because GMs are out there leaking information that it's just incorrect? I wish we could like just get a year, you know, maybe like two, three years down the road, we go back and it's like, you know, one of these full diving documentaries, like, Hey, this is actually like the truth of what was happening. Mm -hmm. Like put a camera room and you know, the, the, the war room of every team and just let us experience that. But further down the road where it can't burn anybody, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, you're probably still going to with like player relationships, especially if someone's beating the table for a guy and they, they don't get it. Or there's yeah. a guy that they say they don't want, like that's not going to be good, but I would just love to see, What's going on in these boardroom or these war rooms? Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Within the first ten picks, yeah, and you get some of it. Some of it will leak. I remember the Cowboys doing one the year they took Dak Prescott, mm -hmm. or maybe it wasn't the Cowboys. It was just the they were on camera for it, but they you know really wanted Paxton Lynch, missed out on him, couldn't get him. Jerry Jones was pissed. I remember the Lions doing it. I think it was the Lions too. Maybe it was the, it was the Cardinals. Really wanted Amir Abdullah. A running back out of Nebraska. Hmm. Missed on him. Couldn't get him. Had to draft David Johnson instead. It's pretty damn good yeah, for a little while. Yeah, it works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, one of those it's special no, stuff. no, yes, yes, yes type of mm -hmm. situations. Especially when you want to give credit to a team like the Cowboys. Like, oh, you drafted Dak Prescott. Because then they go to the press conference. Like, we love Dak. Yeah. He was our guy all along. Then you see that behind the scenes look. of Like, oh, actually, Paxton Lynch was your guy. Yeah. And he sucked. <laughs> So like, you can't even really give the NFL credit on some of those. It's like me drafting in fantasy football. I take a no-name player deep in the draft. I'm like, he's probably not going to do anything. He'll mm -hmm. sit on my bench. And he blows up. Like, That's cool. a great year. Can't believe I stole this guy in like the 12th round. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Mm -hmm. I, had, I had my eye on him all along. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I'm ready for the draft on Thursday. Uh, no show for us as we do just sit back and enjoy the NFL draft. Uh, but looking at the odds, it's funny. And then you can also place a lot of bets. I, I like a lot of the prop bets. I went to bet MGM, see what they have out there. First receiver taken is one that you can, you can bet on. And I feel pretty confident that it's going to be Jackson Smith and Jigba. He is the favorite at minus 275. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's one that I would bet. And that's where betting gets different than... Like, do I feel confident that Jackson Smith and Jigbo will be the first receiver taken? Yes. But at those odds, I would start to look at a guy like Quentin Johnston, Jalen Hyatt, who are like plus 2,500. Jordan Addison, plus 700. <laughs> I feel like his name's just gotten really, you talk about a name that's gotten real quiet leading up to the draft. I feel like it's been Jordan Addison. Yeah. Like, shh, 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 don't talk about it. Yeah. And I believe, is that who our guy Matt had going to the Kansas City Chiefs? Yes, he sure does. And if that happens... I'm done with the, hey, big body receiver, big body receiver. Are you? We'll be all right. Yeah. Like, I really <laughs> That's like. That's what's going to do it for you? No. I, I mean, I just, I really like Jordan Addison. Like, at one point, you know, you're the best receiver in college football. Mm -hmm. You go to USC, you know, clearly a change of scenery there that was your own decision. Mainly, you just, you know, filled your pockets up with money. Can't blame you. 
But it's also it's just hard to learn that system. And I think he was dealing with some type of was it a hamstring injury? I know it was some type of I don't remember some type of nagging injury that just kind of kept lingering all season. But I do think he'd be a good fit in Kansas City. But then at the same time, it's like, hey, what about a Cedric Tillman in the second round? Mm-hmm. Like that feels real That's nice. Your guy. And then when you look at the you know second round of what Matt has the Chiefs taking, Sam Laporta, the tight end out of Iowa, you're like, ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you think get a little George Kittle esque type of tight end right there for the Chiefs. I'm all about it. I think it will be Jackson Smith and Jigba. I would maybe throw a little bit of money on a Zay Flowers mm-hmm. plus four fifty. Just I because just wonder of the if the size kind of knocks him down a little bit. Because I mean, we it talked might. about last episode with Matt on us mm-hmm. with us, and it was just he's just so tiny. Yeah. The yeah. one thing that I do not like about the NFL draft is building these draft crushes. And hoping that, you know, like, oh, I hope this guy lands with the Chiefs. I hope the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, and then he goes to a different And then team. they end up to the Broncos or to the Raiders and or mm-hmm. to the Chargers. And it's like, yeah. Again, you can look at Matt's draft. It's up on ESPN.com. Uh, he had my guy, B. John Robinson, going to the Chargers. Yeah. I don't like that. I if I'm B. John Robinson's family, I love that. Oh. It's a great fit. Yeah. I hate it as we'll a Chiefs go to L.A., fan, baby. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah. mustard. Uh, oh, some yeah. other positions that you can draft – or sorry, bet on is the first tight end drafted. And right now, looking at bet, MGM, Michael Meyer is the betting favorite. I might drive over to Dairy Queen in Kansas, place a bet on this one. I think Dalton Kincaid will be the first tight end drafted. Athletic kid out of Utah. I like Michael Mayer a lot. I think he's going to be a very good traditional tight end. He's a, he's a big body. He's a blocker. Mm-hmm. I don't think he gets drafted first overall, though. Or, sorry, first tight end. Uh, I think that that's going to go to Dalton Kincaid, and I feel pretty confident in that one. He's not even the betting favorite. I'd throw a little money his way on that bet for sure. I'm actually right there with you. Matt has him going number 15 to the Packers, and I think that's a great fit for the Packers. You know, you have your other speed guys on the outside. Now you're going to get yourself an athletic tight end who can work across the middle and make things happen after the catch. That works great for Jordan Love moving forward. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers is going to be pissed. There might be a reason where he's like, actually, I'm not leaving. I'm staying here. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be traded. I kind of like Or if Jackson Smith and Jigba falls to the Packers. Mm. I can't imagine him falling past the Texans at 12. Yeah. But if he gets to the Packers at like 15 or whatever, Packers should take him. Is there another team kind of like right here in that range where you think they would go receiver? Like, I think that's think where Titans... we could see like the run on receivers. Yeah. I don't like... think the Titans will because they, they drafted a receiver last year. Mm-hmm. Like the Patriots, I could see the Patriots taking Jackson Smith and Jacob if he's available mm-hmm. 14. Yeah. Texans, Jets shouldn't. They're loaded at receiver. Patriots never have receivers. <laughs> Green Bay could. Washington, they won't. The Pittsburgh Steelers probably won't just because they don't take receivers in the first round. Yeah. Number 18, the Lions, yeah, they could. Especially probably. with their suspension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do. Which we haven't dive, dove into that yet. We, you know, we've been talking about gambling ourselves. The fact that you can't bet on other games mm-hmm. within team facilities is stupid. Well, it, not even that. Like you can you can bet on other sports. Mm-hmm. If you want to sit in the locker room and put a bet down on college football or a baseball game, you can't do it because you're in the locker room. Yep. If you're on the bus, if you're in the team hotel, mm-hmm. if you're in the hotel with the team, yep. you can't do it. So it's pretty much just like. I can't bet on anything during the season unless I'm at home. But then it's like, okay, if you're at home getting treatment, team facility. Like, and I understand that like betting is a slippery slope, and a lot of people get addicted to it, and it's a problem. It's your money. 
Spend it on whatever it's you your want. your problem, not mine. Uh-huh. If I want to buy 50,000 Snicker bars a day, guess what? Nobody's regulating that. <laughs> but if I want to spend 50 bucks watching a sports game, you got government regulation yeah. on that. Like, that's just stupid. Spend your money on what you want to spend your money on. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I don't care. It doesn't affect me. But it is. It's stupid that these guys can't. And I do understand, like, if you're betting on NFL games, that's a little bit of a touchy area to where yeah. you don't want guys that are throwing games or you know, you don't want a Pete Rose situation. I would um, be fine with it if they were betting for their own success. Like, yeah, I'm going to have five catches for a hundred I really wouldn't care. Today. Yeah. Either. And I, like, I think that would add more motive to them. Like, okay, hey, I'm going to take the money that I'm, I'm already getting paid billions. Let me see if I can bet on myself to make more millions. And it's so easy to track this stuff. Mm-hmm. You just you bet on your phone anymore. You're not doing it the scummy way of the 80s of going to a sports book or having yep. a guy, you know. Yep. You track it all on your phone. You can see what all these guys bet. Look at it that way if you're worried about it. But I mean, you're not going to stop them either. If, like, you really, if you have a problem and you want to make a bet. You're going to bet, regardless of where you're at. It's just, it is stupid. Jamison Williams was one of the players, one of the only, like, big-name players for the Lions. He gets suspended six games uh, for betting on non-NFL games, but from the team facility. And this Mm -hmm. is another one of those situations with the NFL. Just the biggest hypocrites in the world. You're putting a sports book in every stadium. Yeah. And then telling your players not to gamble. (laughs) You know, you're making millions, if not billions, off of alcohol. And other other things like that. I even saw like an MLB argument with one of the pitchers. It's like you want to speed up games so they're not lasting as long anymore. But last call is still the seventh inning. So last call is now 20 minutes away from, you know, 30 minutes away from game being over. Yeah. You didn't change that at all. So when you really start to break it down, these they're businesses. They just care I about I think I saw one thing that was just like, we're actually doing it till the eighth inning because the game goes by so much faster. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, now we're time. just going to be getting drinks the whole game. <laughs> yeah. So now you're just you're drunk leaving the stadium. So. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows what the NFL will do? I don't. I don't even remember. Is it cut off at the fourth quarter? I think so. Yeah. I honestly don't drink much when I go to games. No, it's too expensive. I don't drink that much when I'm inside the stadium. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do not buy drinks in the stadium. Yeah. Too expensive. Way too expensive to do it. And you know, with the NFL putting all these sports books in stadiums. Price probably just going to keep going up. Yeah. Keeps getting more and more expensive. So I mean, it's too stupid to expensive to go out to eat. I went golfing just a little bit ago and then mm-hmm. stopped to eat. 20 bucks just for me. For myself, I had a Philly cheesesteak sandwich <laughs> with tater tots and a water to drink. $17. With a tip? $4 made it 21 mm-hmm. cents. Or $21, excuse me. Yeah, $4 made it 21 cents. It is. Do it's that tough. math. Yeah, uh, back to the NFL draft, though. Yeah. Um, tight end, I feel very confident about. Dalton Kincaid, first tight end, going to be drafted. Uh, first cornerback drafted, I feel pretty good with Devin Weatherspoon. is going to be the first one, but he's the betting favorite, so I'd probably stay away from that one. Uh, first offensive lineman drafted, Paris Johnson Jr. I agree with that one, too. What, Your guy, Darnell Wright, though, I wouldn't. He's kind of on the up and up. What about Broderick Jones? I feel like this is a guy who at one point was a top 10 pick, mm-hmm. top 15, and now it's just kind of. Sliding down a little bit. If I it, looking at the offensive linemen, I would maybe throw a little bit of money down on Darnell Wright, mm-hmm. especially with the Bears drafting right there at nine. I've seen his name tied to them a couple different times, yep. so I might feel okay with that. Throw in a couple bucks, so maybe you lose it, whatever. Maybe you don't. I, I'd feel pretty good about that one. 
And then first defensive player drafted. This was another one that just took me down a rabbit hole. Tyree Wilson, the favorite now, to be the first defensive player drafted. I don't know what intel is Vegas getting, but I, I don't question them at all anymore. No, and like that's the thing, too, is like what information do they get that's so trustworthy that nobody else does? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's their source? Mm-hmm. Source is. Yeah, to where they're in the know. Like, like are they secretly paying Adam Schefter? That's what I was going to say. But like, they know probably more stuff than even Schefter does. And he's got a guy on every team. Mm-hmm. Probably like, he's got the GM and owner on every team. But somehow Vegas, man, they figured out. I wish how we could know who these guys' the sources are. Well, you know, Vegas, the, the, the big casinos and stuff, like at MGM, they made a run at Schefter. Mm-hmm. What was that, last year, year yep. before? So even they're trying to get in. His pocket, literally. It's crazy, though. Odds yeah. makers. I would love to job shadow that. But how do you know what the score is going to be so accurately? Oh, that's just... Like, what stats are you looking at? Like, what are you overseeing? Um, and, like, the other thing, like, I would like to job shadow Adam Schefter. <laughs> like, turn on your notifications. Like, turn on your notification sound. And let's just... <laughs> let me hear how often that thing's just dinging. Yeah. Like, ding, 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 ding. Uh-huh. Like, the... Just your phone. Just... But he's got like four phones that are doing it all mm-hmm. at once. Yeah, that would, would be wild. How many wild. phones does he have? Does he have two? He's got to have two at least. I thought he had three. He has at least two. I know that. That's I think much. he's at three. Three is three's too much. Maybe this is a dumb question. Why? Why do you need two or three phones? I get you need one personal so the people that you truly care about can get a hold of you. And in mm-hmm. work, it's like... That's just anybody can get that number and share it and be like, okay, hey, I have this, I have that. Right. But then it's also like, what if you get your numbers mixed up, giving it to somebody? Exactly, yeah. And who do you determine who gets your personal number and who doesn't? Uh-huh. Or sometimes I'm a little bit picky about who um, I will friend or like let follow me on Instagram. And sometimes I mess up and I let somebody follow me on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to let block you. What if you like you think you're cool with somebody, you give them your personal number. They're like, yeah, you actually, you should have gotten the work number. Yeah. Sorry about you. You're blocked on this number. I gave <laughs> yeah. you the wrong number. This <laughs> New number. Sorry. This yeah. is this Adam Schefter over here on my other phone. I, think, I know he has at least two. Tell you. Yeah, but I don't. The work and personal one I can get. But if you have more than that, I don't I don't understand it. Yeah. Or why, why you would ever need it. Uh, I think first, I heard, like, it's Paris Hilton has, like, ten phones. Just dumb. That's dumb. And I think it was per business that she has or whatnot. Like her, I think I oh, saw makes a little more sense. There's like her top ten friend. I'm just so boring. <laughs> I only need one phone. I'm not popular enough. <laughs> My one phone that I have doesn't go off enough. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing too. Is like, oh, like who follows me on Instagram? Like you follow me on Instagram, you can. I'm gonna allow you to follow me. I'll probably follow you back. Yeah. Yeah. I went private on Instagram. I got nothing to be private about. Yeah, it's just weird. You get creepers out there. Yeah, not for me, though. Yeah. Uh, back to the NFL. If you uh, want to creep on me, go ahead, I guess. Yeah, what is your handle? Underscore Big Country? Uh, I went Austin CM33 again. It's hard to slide the girl's DM with the Big Country as a username. Oh, yeah, I know. It doesn't work out, yeah. Mm-hmm. I made that mistake, too. That's why I went to Marshall Miller 7. Yeah, I don't blame you. On Instagram. It's so hard to be like, hey, Wait, you what know? is your Instagram? Yeah. Mm. Mellow. That's so hard funny. to be like, hey, like, how open are you to being hit on right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm not mute. Like, okay, cool. Uh-huh. Um, other things going on that haven't happened yet. 
the Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson stuff. Like, which one of these guys is going to get traded first? I can't believe that we're sitting here the week of the draft. This must be done the first week of March, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. We're dragging your feet. And, you know, even with uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, he allegedly requested a trade at the beginning of March. Like, uh, it was like March 3rd. Mm-hmm. We're over a month in now. I wonder if either of these guys will get traded. Like, this is prime time to do it, to move some picks. I wonder if we see it happen this week. Is there a team that you think could surprisingly slide in to get Lamar Jackson? Lamar, maybe. Aaron Rodgers, no. I mean, he's already it's just come the out. Jets or nobody. Yeah, Jets or bust. Well, what if it is the Jets that go get Lamar Jackson? Yeah, what if they're just like, sorry, man, like we have to make a move at quarterback. We mm-hmm. cannot have Zach Wilson out there again. Do something with Lamar Jackson. I don't know. I, the Colts are a team that keep coming up. The Texans. Wouldn't surprise me for Lamar. Any other team other than those two might surprise me, though. Like, if you're the Houston Texans, why aren't you going to make an offer for Aaron Rodgers? Like, we'll give you the 12th pick and be done with it. Yeah. Well, and well, they're in such a rebuild that that's probably what's stopping them from doing it since he's old as balls. Yeah. But, like, the Lamar Jackson stuff I still don't understand. Or even the 49ers. You have Trey Lance sitting there. Move him. Send his ass to Baltimore. They, like that and a future first-round pick. I don't know how it works with Lamar in that non-exclusive tender, but I still can't believe that we haven't had a big trade or anything involving one of those quarterbacks. Do you think Lamar Jackson would be good in San Francisco? Yeah. I guess, Christian he, I guess if he gets injured, it's like, well, okay, hey, here's Sam Donald. Yeah, or uh, Brock Purdy. There's that as well. Yeah, Brock Party sitting right behind Excuse him. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, or Sam Darnold. Sure. That was a guy that I missed on. I thought he was going to be very, very good. Know. If you talk to uh, Mr. Palmer, he's not done. He's yeah. He's up in bad situations. And I, I kind of agree, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the one quarterback. You know, I was out on Carson Wentz early. Could you imagine if he was still with the Jets? Oh, yeah. Like, the Jets would be fine. Maybe he should have resigned there. Maybe. Just bring him back. Well, it's too late now, but for sure, the Jets are in a tough spot with Rodgers. I, I would almost, if I were the Jets or a Jets fan, I think it might be a little pissed off that Rodgers went public with it. Really? Like maybe? Like there's just there's no leverage now. It's the Packers are using it against him very, very well. Of <laughs> we're not going to trade you. But why? Because it sounds like the Packers are also done with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. So why do you want to keep dragging it out yourselves? Yeah, they're just stubborn enough to sit there and say, you're going to give us the picks that we want, or we'll keep him. And eventually he's going to start getting fined if he doesn't show up to camps and stuff like that. I feel like he can afford that. Oh, I'm sure he can, but it's probably going to be a stupid amount. $30 million. What was it for Lamar Jackson? He was going to be losing... I think it was like a million dollars every day that he was out. That, if not more, yeah. Like over the course of camp, you would have lost like five million. Yeah, I was like, hey, I don't care I'm who you are, making that much. That's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, even if you're doing a scummy way of buying the Commanders, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Nothing ever happened with that situation either. No, I think that kind of oh, who was it that was reporting it? That Dove Kleeman or Kleiman guy, or whatnot? The guy that blocked you? Oh, Dove, yeah. Well, excuse me, that you're a creep to Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> freaking weirdo. You're gonna block me for that? Well, I'll blast you on a podcast. What's up with that? <laughs> Dove uh, douche. I quote douchey you. Douchey Dove. 
I quote tweeted him for something today, I thought. Oh, really? I didn't and see it. In my mind, I thought, country's not even going to see this. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's Mel tweet about? Yeah. <laughs> Why has that tweet been deleted that he quote tweeted? wonder what that was. Hmm, you can't awkward. see it. It's like last year when we got blocked by Schefter for two weeks. Oh, man, that was tough. I did it as a joke. I was like, oh, this is none of us have information. <laughs> yeah, I hey, We don't know what we're going to talk about today. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're doing a daily radio show. Was it show. in the middle of March or was it afterwards? No, it was after. Okay. I was going to say, boy, what a brutal time. When was it, though? It was it like it was in between the Aaron Rodgers stuff and the draft. So that would have had to have been March. Yeah, February. March, early April, something like that. Not being able to see Worst anything. weeks ever to be blocked by the main guy. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, not just the NFL draft this week, though. We haven't talked about any of the NBA playoffs. <laughs> and they've been very, very exciting. Uh, it's just so much, so many like little fights, skirmishes. You can't call them fights because everybody's soft. I mean, We talked about wanting 90s basketball back. Ladies and gentlemen, it's right here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much more you want. We got people kicking kings. nuts. You got people stomping on chests. Mm-hmm. And then Dylan Brooks doing whatever he does. He's the most annoying player in basketball. We need a villain. And here's the thing. We got a villain. It's like, ah, I feel like we could have a better villain. Yeah. How about one that's good? I don't know if you saw the Doris Burke stuff of uh-huh. her saying, like, he doesn't give you anything athletically on the floor. And he's clearly not giving you anything as a shooter. <laughs> Doris went hard at Dylan Brooks. I don't know. girl Doris. I can't stand him. Running his mouth at LeBron. It's like, oh, you didn't drop 40 on me. He's 40 years old. You, you're not going to respect him until he dropped 40 points on he's you? He's giving you 28 You're lucky 12. he got kicked out. He's about <laughs> to drop 50 on your ass. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll see what happens when he comes back. Uh, I, I've heel-turned so much on the Grizzlies. Yeah, it was last year we went to Memphis and watched them play. Mm-hmm. And I was borderline a Memphis Grizzlies yep. fan. Like I was close. I can't stand Dylan Brooks, John Morant. I can't stand any of them anymore. <laughs> It happened quick. Yeah. Even at the beginning of the NBA season, if you would ask me who my favorite team was, I probably still would have leaned Memphis. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. No can do. Do you have one? No. Uh, even like the Spurs. Yeah, grew up a Spurs fan, but they're so bad, and they have no players that I like. Join me with Miami Heat. No, I don't like the Heat. I don't know why I got so seductively close to my mic when I went to say that. To you, <laughs> You're not going to persuade me that way. Behind the curtain. I don't like Jimmy Butler. I guess you don't like a winner. He's a good player, and he's doing well in the playoffs. I just don't. There's something about him I don't care for. She's got that dog in him. Maybe it was the, fake, it maybe was the fake hair. Like Some people call that a wig. He's got fake what? Hair. No, he doesn't. When he had, like, the long, like, dreadlocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was There's something long. about him. Just Hey, you just you give and take. You know what I mean? Like, do weird stuff with your hair. You win basketball games. Yeah. Well, I, there was a... A tweet or a Reddit thread a couple of years ago. They're like, you can't dominate in the NBA and have good hair. Jordan, bald. Kobe went bald. Steph Curry, patchy. <laughs> LeBron, it's not good. Spends a it. lot of money on it. It's not good. <laughs> Durant is bald and not doing anything about it. Yeah, he just, I don't know why these guys hang on to their hair. Like, just shave who, it. Who is good in the NBA? Giannis, but he's still young. He's got good hair. Joel Embiid, he's got good hair. Yeah. But those guys Luka, are still young. Lucas got good hair. Yep. Wait until you get into your 30s. Yeah. And then see. Let's All revisit that it. Dominance then. has got to start falling somewhere. Because even with LeBron early, it's like, no, he's got good hair. Kobe had great hair. Did he? Yeah, the afro. 
Great hair, but he was also like 19 years old. Who doesn't have great hair? If you don't have great hair at 19, start shaving it. <laughs> Just let everybody get used to it right now. It is not going to go well for you. But you can't have great hair and dominate in the NBA. That's the thing that's out there. And uh, like we talked about, Dylan Brooks, he's just a pain in the ass. He's not even a good player. Uh, Draymond Green really started all this stuff uh, by stomping on Sabonis, uh, injuring him. It's just, it's a really shitty move. I don't even care that Sabonis grabbed his foot. Like, grabbed his foot and moved it. Didn't grab his foot and, like, try and pull him down. Like, so for Draymond to turn around and then stomp on his ribs, get out of here. And maybe I'm wrong. If he steps on him. I'm probably okay with that. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a cheap shot. Probably shouldn't have done it, but he grabbed your foot. It's the blatant stomp and then to, like, jump, like, oh, I didn't do anything. Yep. It's just so annoying. And I mean, to just... watch you hike your leg up and then slam it down, like, uh-huh. yeah, there's the difference. Yeah, he's just he's fake tough. And then Dylan Brooks obviously hitting LeBron in the nuts. That was not good. Yep. And Joel Embiid also like tried to kick a player in the nuts. That was the, <laughs> that was the, the best of them. And I think Charles Barkley came out and was like, hey, that's worse than what Draymond did. And like yeah. watching that replay, it is kind of bad. Like That's a big foot going for a man. If you next with that, like, oh, mm-hmm. you're double whammy, both smashed and gone. <laughs> yeah, it would have been bad. But the playoffs have been pretty good. The Knicks are making noise, uh, which is very surprising to me. Jalen Brunson has been very good. Mm-hmm. I remember talking about him. That's the one I, I missed on. I could not understand the hype around, like, why is everybody excited about getting him? It's working out. The Knicks about to win this series. They're up 3-1. Who are they playing against? Right? The Cavs. Yep. I mean, good for New York. I don't like the Mets. I think I'm okay with the Knicks, and I don't like the Jets. I'd like to see the Knicks be good. I've just, I've never seen it in my lifetime. I keep hearing about it. You know what yeah. I mean? So. 1998, 99. The last time they were really good, made the finals, lost to the Spurs. Three and four. Right. Just ball in my own living room. Mm-hmm. Then I watched my dad leave. <laughs> yeah. Never came back. Still waiting. Maybe when he comes back, the Knicks will be good. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, sent a message the other day. Is that one for the bingo card? It might be, actually, yeah. <laughs> Fa- <Free space>. <laughs> yeah, family trauma or some kind of parent <laughs> <laughs> relationship. Uh, going to Kansas City this week uh, for the draft on Thursday. Uh-huh. Used to live there. Super excited. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's another. Hopefully, this isn't a drinking game. No, nah, yeah, sorry about you. <laughs> yeah, but the Knicks, they look good. Uh, the Warriors even things up today with the Kings. They can't count them out. They're just so experienced. The no. Kings are not. They, all that hype for light the beam and everything, and now that series is tied 2-2, and I think the Warriors are going to win it. Ugh. feel pretty confident in that one. The Celtics also won uh, over the Hawks today. It, it feels a little bit chalky, the first round does. I, I think I'll maybe pay more attention to it once we're out of the first round. Your Heat, though, they are up 2-1. The Bucks don't have Giannis, so that changes things a little bit. And the winner of that series the last three years has made it to the finals. Last three years? Wow. Bucks two years in a row? No. Bucks, Bucks Heat, Bucks? Is that how it go? I think maybe at least to the Eastern Conference Finals is what I saw. Because I was going to say, not last year. The Bucks didn't make it. Celtics no, the Celtics did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just been the Eastern Conference Finals. The winner of the last three years. Because 2020, he went to the finals. Mm-hmm. 2021, I mean, Milwaukee won it. Yep. No. Golly, I'm all over the place with that. Lakers won it. In 2020, he were in the finals. 2021, it was the 
the Bucks that won it, and it being the mm-hmm. twenty like twenty two, and then yeah, the twenty two yeah. Celtics. This yep. is twenty three. <laughs> Still twenty three. We did it. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> man, I'm, I'm I'm off, and I'm super. Sorry. I don't know that I could track the last three Super Bowl winners. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. The Rams. And the Bucks. And the Bucks. Huh. And then the Chiefs before that. <laughs> Look at us. Dang. Who won it before the Chiefs? So the Eagles? No. It would have been would have been the Patriots against the Rams. Because the Chiefs should have gone to that Super Bowl, but Yes. Yes. Know. In the AFC championship game. That was a really boring Super Bowl. The Patriots Rams. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm bad at that. Like and there are guys out there. That was the Patriots Eagles and the Eagles won it. Yeah, probably you know, people listening to this podcast could like name every Super Bowl champ ever, and probably the team that they played. I remember growing up thinking that that was something that I needed to be able to do. Same. I could not tell you like the books of the Bible, but I could tell you like the first ten the Super Bowl. Worst part is that people are like, "Oh, like you're doing the podcast?" And they're like, "Yeah," and then they like ask me like this random trivia question. Like, oh yeah, like, like oh, dude, like I don't trying know. to stump the sports guy. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's so annoying. Like, oh, you didn't know that? No, I don't follow your team. Like when I first moved down here, was when we were doing the radio station and doing sales for them. Walk in, and be like, they'd ask me about a baseball player from the seventies. Like, dude, I don't know. My mom was born then. <laughs> No, like I just go home and I'm like, ooh, random baseball trivia. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Yeah, I I know some. I'm a a little bit of a baseball historian, but not much of one. There's obviously people that know. Well, they just kept throwing random names out there, like Nolan Ryan. Like, who the hell is that? You don't know who Nolan Ryan was? No, forget about him. Who is he? <laughs> I'm just messing. Okay, with you. Like, I want to well, see your that's, reaction. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about him today, <laughs> earlier. Today. Just joshing you, bro. <laughs> Three Dude, hours ago. You know he threw 109 miles an hour? There's, we were talking about the documentary that's on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. But I, I think people must be like tweeting parts of it and stuff like that. But And that's something we've talked about before, that radar guns are so different. That back in the day, I think Nolan Ryan, and I probably have this all wrong, so I apologize, that Nolan Ryan like on the radar gun hit like 102. And nobody had thrown that fast before, mm-hmm. or like 101, something crazy. But the radar guns used to pick up when the ball crossed home plate not when it came out of your hand now they pick up when the ball comes out of your hand super early that's why you see guys throwing 103 104 now times are different technology is literally better not the arms but they've gone back and looked at some of the video of nolan ryan and timed the ball leaving his hand to when it like hits the glove and based off time they say that he was pitching like 109 that's stupid which is, I mean, that's five miles per hour faster than anyone's throwing right now. Mm-hmm. And he was doing it as an old-ass man. I mean, he would have been in his upper 30s just throwing heat. Or you talk to guys that played a million years ago, and they, they'll all say, like, Nolan Ryan's fastball was just different. I mean, it was probably registering, like, 99 on the radar gun. It was just wrong. <laughs> yeah. it's. I will have to watch the documentary. I haven't. But I, I did see some of those tweets, and it is pretty fascinating. It's always hear people talk about his fastball and how it was just special and it was so hard to hit. Maybe it was just because we were Yeah, 110 miles an hour, pretty hard to see. I don't know how they do it. Like, even there's a pitcher in college who hit 104, I think. I think it's an Iowa pitcher. Had 104 this year? over the weekend. There's that yeah. kid at Tennessee that was hitting like 104, 105. Mm-hmm. No control. Just and that's terrifying. Like that's even more scary. You ain't got control over that. We got a guy like Jordan Hicks for the Cardinals. Like he's hitting one hundred and two routinely. No fucking clue where that ball's going. 
<laughs> Good luck standing in that batter's box. Because homie don't know. <laughs> speaking of the Cardinals, their rookie, Mr. Walker, hitting the piss out of the ball. He's uh, He was my rookie of the year bet. Yeah. I put down a couple preseason bets. He was one that I, I felt pretty confident in just from listening to. We got a buddy that's a big Cardinals fan. Mm-hmm. I know some other Cardinals fans. Yeah, you do. Felt pretty confident putting that down. He's, any any uh, specific Cardinal fans? Rob Forrest. Shout Rob out to Forrest, our guy, yeah, Rob for Forrest. Sure. Uh, love him. He's the best. I, just, I hope to spend the rest hope of my life with Rob Forrest. Also, speaking of this, four state golf cards that he has given away. <laughs> uh, absolutely love those. Uh huh. We played you. a little bit of golf this weekend. You we played did. a lot. I played a little. Yeah, I played today and just I started off hot, dude. I was just like, man, I am, I'm good at this shit. And it turns good. out, if I drink four margaritas before I play golf, not any good. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy to think about, <laughs> right? I, but best part about this four state golf card, you can do that every weekend. Yeah, yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, now that we are talking about baseball, I think it's pretty interesting what's going on with the A's. And I love realignment stuff, not so much in college football because it doesn't make sense. But in professional sports, it's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. For baseball, I find it very exciting. And the A's um, are probably on the move. The team bought a bunch of land in Vegas, or they're going to buy a bunch of land in Vegas. That's just a good fit. Yeah. And, you know, know some A's fans. I'm sorry about you. It's not a good baseball town. It's not. And, like, the Vegas A's. Put a freaking card around that. Mm-hmm. That's what we call the Aces. Yeah, might as well. I threw all the WNBA that. teams the Aces. Yeah, for sure. But Look at me knowing some WNBA Dang. teams. I'm not super confident that I'm correct, but I think I am. <laughs> I think you are correct. And that's good enough for me right now. I'm not looking <laughs> it up. But I, I think they just win sense. the uh, WNBA Could finals? not tell you. No idea. Hmm. I know the LSU won the Women's National Championship. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. That's talking women's basketball. There it is. But I'm, I think the A's moving to Vegas makes a lot of sense. It, it works for the Raiders. I think you can draw a crowd in Vegas. And it, maybe the fans in Oakland are great. And if the team were good, they would show up. But that's part of sports. Mm-hmm. You've got to show up when the team is bad, too. And you've got to show up when the owner sucks or your team's going to leave. And, you know, we're both Royals fans. They better turn it around, or they're going to be one of the next teams on the chopping block. Because attendance there is also embarrassingly bad. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even I went to the second game of the season. So not opening day, but opening weekend, the first Saturday game. It didn't even sell out. Like, that's embarrassing. Not right. Like you should There's be beautiful weather too. Mm-hmm. And the Royals are not good, but they've got a ton of young talent. Mm-hmm. If you can't show up to watch that and at least be a little bit optimistic. Maybe it should lose your team. I really hope they don't. I would I would literally cry if they left Kansas City. That would be brutal. Then I would have no excuses I to not be a I just hate that people are making fan. fun of the Royals. Like, that's the worst part. Like, yeah. They're so bad you're being made fun of. Oh, yeah. You see the – I don't know if you have, but, like, even on Facebook, like, sharing the picture of the lineup. There for a little while, they didn't have a single batter hitting over 200. Yes. You had guys hitting like 085. What? And <laughs> Bobby did, Witt like, hitting like 130. If we did local radio, like I think I would just continue to be spreading the message of like, hey, like, this is a young team. They're learning. Mm-hmm. Like they're still trying to figure everything out. Yeah. So, like behind the scenes of how to be a good baseball player. And it's going to take a little bit before that catches up and everything's rolling full swing onto the field where we can be mm-hmm. proud of it. So right now it's just like, hey, just bear with these guys and understand that. 
But at the same time, it's like, you guys can't hit, like, once? You guys can't get a single hit? They did okay today. Yeah. They were playing the Angels. Somehow the Angels managed to win. But, like, specifically with the Royals, it was okay because Bobby Witt hit a home run, MJ Melendez hit a home run, and Pasquantino hit a home run. Mm-hmm. And MJ Melendez has been sitting on my bench in fantasy baseball all week, and today he finally has a good day. Mm-hmm. Also, Trout and Otani hit a home run, too. So, nice little day. Yeah, no joke. For them. And that, would a fun, that would have been a fun baseball game to go to. Yeah, it was in L.A. today. But, yeah. So, if you're in L.A., you're like, I'm not going to see the Royals play. I can't imagine what their road attendance is like. I guess you're probably just showing up. This And this is where being a fan of a really bad baseball team sucks. Because in my mind, I'm thinking about who's coming to town. Who do I want to see play? Yeah. Not, I don't care. I'm there to root on my team. <laughs> Boy, that's very true. Doesn't that suck? Like the Royals, I love them. They should probably not be in Major League Baseball. Stop that. You know, like, I haven't got super into soccer, but I know a little bit about relegation. If that were a thing in Make Major League Baseball. It. Yeah. And I, I used to always argue the was... Pirates should be. They're pretty good this year. I just hate the fact that it was like, we went on this run, we won the World Series, and then we just absolutely fall apart after that. Mm-hmm. Like, you had nothing else to fall back on after those guys left. Yeah, just sold sold it all. <clears throat> Every prospect that they had to bring in, guys like James Shields. But have those prospects turned into anything? No, not really. So, now it's been so long that... Yeah, it doesn't matter, but it's still right. just like... That I guess it also just goes to show how hard it is to build a winning team in baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially a low-budget team. Mm-hmm. You know, teams like the Royals are going to be bad. The, the A's are going to be bad. That's what the I Marlins like, are going to be bad. That's why I like the NFL is because you don't have to worry about low-budget teams. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everyone just gets a, a floor and a ceiling, and it's like, there it is. If yeah. you do that in baseball, I think it would add a lot more parity to the sport. Mm-hmm. But, you know, somehow the Rays are still – they're always good. They play in probably the toughest division of baseball. Somehow they're always good. Yeah. They've not lost a game at home this season. And that's the next team that needs to get figured out. I don't know what their attendance is like this year. They're, they're always at the bottom of the barrel. But when you have a team that has won 13 straight games at home, and they're sitting at 19-3 and three overall in first place of the American League East, your ass better be in seats. Yeah. Because if not, they need to move to Nashville. And I know there's the arguments about if you actually put the stadium in Tampa, people would show up. <laughs> They'd show up in Nashville, too. Yeah. By the thousands. I think that would be a great baseball city. I agree with you. Like, even with all, like, the tourism coming through, like, oh, okay, let's just catch a baseball game over here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are some good baseball cities out there. Nashville, I think, is one. Uh, obviously, Vegas should probably have a team. But then um, Salt Lake City is another one where there's, they're getting a yeah. group of people together that – that want to have a team. That would be a pretty good one, too. I even saw some early, very early, stadium renderings. Looks pretty cool. (laughs) Looks pretty cool. I don't know who should lose a team, but there's some pretty good ones out there that need a team. I'm going to say this. The entire NL Central, not good cities. You've got the Cubs. That's a good city. Do we need two baseball teams there? St. Louis, the best fans in sports. You're not losing that one. Yeah. Cincinnati Reds? Why aren't they going to Nashville? When was the last time Cincinnati was good? 08? Yeah, Joey Votto was good, but he, yeah. that was a million years ago. 
<laughs> Milwaukee. I've never been to Milwaukee. It's not necessarily a town I'm super excited to get to. What else is in Milwaukee besides the Bucks? Where's like Green Bay at? It's close to Milwaukee, but it's still a drive. Okay. You would fly into Milwaukee, I'm sure, if you're going to Green Bay. Yeah. I'm sure it's a great city. I've never been there. It's not Nashville. Hmm. There and there are so many teams in the little like eastern like, part of the country. Would Charlotte be a good baseball town? Yeah, I think so too. Then it, with expansion, you also have to run the risk of like diluting your product. Yeah. Do we have that many good baseball players? I think there's we have already... that many good basketball players. So like if the NBA expands, I think. Mm-hmm. That's one that I would like to see expand too. Bring in two more teams. Yep. We're talking to our buddy Cole about this. You put a team in Seattle and you put a team in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City team goes to the east. The Seattle team goes to the West. You put Oklahoma City in the West, and you move Memphis to the East. Or excuse me, no. It was Seattle and Kansas City both stayed in the West, and then you move New Orleans and Memphis to the East. Mm-hmm. And then you're fine there in, like, redetermining the conferences. I used to do it on NBA 2K all the time. You could do that? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, you could have, like, uh, expansion teams. Shoot, I think I missed that. I would have loved that. <laughs> yeah, do the franchise mode. You're too busy in my player. I definitely was, dude. <laughs> I don't do just... the my player stuff in anything. I don't know why more people don't. I feel like that's what makes the game so much fun. I've been doing that since I was a kid. My player? Yeah. I almost never do. The only one where I really did was MLB The Show. So I still do that for the show. Like, I'm still doing that for MLB The 2022 The Show. Yeah. I haven't played the newest one. I have the last one. I haven't played. I haven't played video games at all in a long time. Man, you might as well just get rid of your PS5 then. I guess probably should. I should sell it. Uh, but we should probably also end the show here, though. Uh, it is draft week, like I said, big country, and I'm not doing the show on Thursday because we will be enjoying the draft um, local here, Kansas City. Uh, but we'll be back uh, next Sunday breaking down what happens um, in the draft. Hopefully, some big news, maybe some Lamar Jackson news, maybe some Aaron Rodgers news. Uh, I'm not betting on it, but we'll talk to you guys then. We thank you for joining us tonight.